Hello everyone, welcome to another Slugcast episode titled Introduction to Someca, Breaking Down Barriers in Sisterhood. Before we get started, what is Someca? UCSC is home to many organizations that fall under the umbrella term Someca, which stands for SOAR, Student Media, Cultural Arts, and Diversity. According to their mission statement, SOAR slash Student Media slash Cultural Arts and Diversity, or SOMECA, is dedicated to the success of UCSC's campus-wide student organizations. There are at least 200 SOMECA organizations at UCSC which are categorized by focus areas. These areas include academic, cultural and identity, environmental and sustainability, general interests, Greek letter, media broadcast, media print, performing and visual arts, political and advocacy, professional religious and spiritual, and service. Each category meets different goals and engages with students differently. So there's a bit of something for everyone. So what is SOAR? SOAR, or the SO part of SOMECA, stands for Student Organization Advising and Resources. SOAR strives to help students meet academic and professional goals while building communal relationships on campus. Despite COVID conflicts and distance learning, many organizations offer virtual participation and ways to get involved. One of these organizations is Kappa Alpha Theta. Kappa Alpha Theta is just one example of a student organization that exists under SOAR. Theta is the first established Greek letter fraternity for women. At UCSC, it is the newest Panhellenic chapter, having started in the fall of 2016. This social Greek organization promotes sisterhood, philanthropy, and scholarship. Here to share her personal experiences and insight on Greek life and dismantling Greek stigmas is my good friend, Azalyn Alvarez. Hi, how's it going? So can you tell me a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so I'm Aslan. I use she, her, hers pronouns. I'm a fourth year lit major and I grew up in Oceanside, California, Um, but my parents now live in Texas, so kind of all over. So what is Kappa Alpha Theta? What's that thing all about? (laughs) Um, Well, Kappa Alpha Theta is a women's fraternity. Um, We were actually established before the word sorority was a term. Yeah, so it's something that I've been a part of for, um, this will be my third year. Wow. And what made you pursue a Greek org? Well, like a lot of us, I had a really difficult freshman year. Relatable. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I was just going through like a lot um, emotionally, like with my mental health. So Mm -hmm. I actually took spring quarter off of my freshman year. Um, So I had like a super long summer. And Mm -hmm. through that summer was a lot of self-discovery and figuring out like, what do I want out of my college experience? And part of that was finding more friends and like just finding people I connect with. Um, So I Googled a lot (laughs) about um, sororities and what Greek life is here at UCSC. And uh, so fall of my sophomore year, I went through recruitment and I found Theta. (laughs) Yay. That's awesome. And that's how we met. Yeah. And that's how we met. (laughs) So why did you choose Theta? Well, I chose Theta because of the history and the values. For me, it meant a lot to me to have like a space that was really encouraging of like my academic success. And our founding history is just really awesome. Um, Hearing, you know, about women that went through a very similar experience of, you know, like I'm a first gen college student. Um, and they were some, thank you. <laughs> um, but they were some of the first women on their campus. Um, and so kind of like finding that parallel, um, just made me feel really special. That's really cool. That is very empowering. 
In what ways does Theta deviate from other Greek orgs? Again, the history makes us a little bit extra special, but I think one of the things that makes it so different is, I guess, just the way that we make our members feel. We have a really wonderful like new member process that's so much about like education. I think that was what was really special and meaningful to me because, you know, as a new member, I felt like people were really trying to get to know me and trying to like show me what Theta is. And not a lot of people get to have that specific type of new member experience. So it was, I think that's one of the things that really sets us apart is we focus so much more on learning exactly what it is (laughs) you want to be interested in and, and getting to know who you are as a person. Sounds very inclusive, very, very intimate. Sounds like a lot of of connections are made. In what ways does Theta at UCSC differ from conventional college sororities or sororities at other schools? UCSC is a very special school, (laughs) as we all all know. Very Um, unique, for sure. We have some of the most vibrant, at least coursework I've ever seen, Um, And I think that kind of culture really changes um, our chapter and changes Greek life here in general. Greek life is very small on this campus, but um, I feel like that kind of holds us more like accountable for making sure that we break down a lot of the stigma and stereotypes associated with Greek orgs. Um, I also feel like being at UCSC gives us that incredible range of people that I feel like you don't really get at other schools. Um, You know, we get so many different types of members from all over the place. You know, we get to come together. Um, There's a lot of flexibility within that too, really kind of molding what our interpretation of Greek life is and not necessarily like, oh, you know, my, my mom was a theta and she, her mother before her was a theta and kind of carrying on that kind of rigidity that comes with um, more generational experiences with Greek life. So a lot of flexibility. I feel like I, yeah, I feel like it definitely like as a first year, I was like, oh my gosh, Greek life, ew, no way. <laughs> like I will never, like I'll never do that. And I, I think I remember telling my parents before I started here, I was like, if I, if I do like recruitment, like know that something's wrong with me. <laughs> But then I, one of my best friends, like still to this day, was one of my first year roommates and she joined a sorority. And it was just really nice because I got to like meet friends through her, even though I wasn't in their sorority. And she's ultimately who encouraged me to like go out <laughs> and do recruitment. And we ended up not getting in the same or I, I didn't get into her sorority or like get a bid from her sorority, I should say. Mm-hmm. But um, I found my little group and you're part of that group, which yeah. is cool. And well, we live with some of our other friends. I yeah. think that's what's so special is you learn so much from a different perspective mm-hmm. um, when you approach Greek life at UCSC. I feel like in other places, it's really intimidating. And even here, it can feel really intimidating. Um, I know that I was. <laughs> There's yeah. uh, notoriously in the in the quarry, all the booths would line up and oh, you see yeah. all the big letters and you're just like, Whoa! and like you walk the other way, um, you know, but then eventually you get to meet those people and like they're in your classes too. Mm-hmm. Like you see people wearing their letters and then, you know, you get to know them as a person um, and then obviously get to see 
what else they do. So True. I think it's really, it's always really special to kind of break down a lot of those stereotypes and like the intimidation factor. That's so good. Like along the lines of stereotypes, how do you think others view Greek life? Um, <laughs> again, Greek life is really small in this campus. So yeah. I know some sisters that have experienced prejudice because they are in a Greek org. And I understand from an outside perspective, obviously, Greek life isn't portrayed very well in the media and in movies. And historically, there are a lot of things that need to be recognized. That was one of the big movements this past year was making sure that Greek organizations recognize their history and how in the past they haven't been inclusive, you know, recognizing that there are a lot of organizations that still do participate in hazing, which is never okay, you know. And so from an outside perspective, I really understand why people feel that way. But again, I think it just comes back to, yes, I'm wearing my letters and yes, I'm a representative of Theta, but I'm still just me. Like I'm still that girl that raises her hand throughout the whole lecture and has plenty of questions. I'm, I'm still very much the movie buff that I am. I'm still all of these other things. And, and I hope that through the actions of our members, you know, and the way that they present themselves on campus and to their friends and, you know, to their family, that people start relearning and understanding that, like, here is the stereotype and then here is a real life person. I think our campus really helps kind of foster that kind of growth and like deviation from the stereotype, because since we're not that traditionally Greek org oriented, since we're not super heavily focused on that, I feel like, again, it alleviates that pressure to continue to perform in that certain way mm -hmm. and live up to like an expectation of like what a sorority girl is. Mm -hmm. um, and so I feel that kind of helps too. Yeah. But it is so very small. So you have to yeah. pick your battles sometimes. Yes. So you were mentioning how Theta strives to recognize like just how past history has shaped mm -hmm. inclusivity. How does Theta strive to diversify sisterhood? It's been a consistent building block of things. But in the past year, on a national level, we both changed our legacy policy, um, which is really fantastic because it gives other members that haven't had the opportunity to have family members be in Theta. Um, it brings them to the same level as those other members. Um, and we've also established a diversity, equity, and inclusion officer Mm. Um, and it's an executive position. It's very involved with a lot of our committees. So, you know, really making that like structural foundation for diversity and inclusion. Um, and then on an individual chapter level, um, our chapter has been trying to participate in a lot more education events. Um, we're hoping to work with some other organizations on campus to really educate our members um, I feel like education is, you know, one of the biggest steps in creating that space of inclusion because then you have mutual understanding. Thank you. Mm -hmm. um, speaking of just like inclusivity, is Theta exclusively for cis women or or what? <laughs> um, actually, no, we're not exclusively for cis women. Um, we are open to any person that identifies as a woman. Um, so, you know, that includes trans women who just are women, trans yes. women are women, yes. um, and non-binary folks. So it's definitely something that I'm really proud 
to be a Theta for um, as an out and open LGBTQ member in our chapter, um, knowing, you know, that we aren't just restricted to cis women makes me feel really proud. Do it for the girls, gays, and theys. Yes. Um, so my next question, how does Theta go beyond the college level? So I guess in other words, um, in what ways does Theta prepare students for the real world and how does it interact with others outside of UCSC? Um, so we have tons of leadership opportunities, which is always really exciting and it gives you that level of responsibility that you would have, you know, post-grad, you know, with a job or any kind of work environment. Um, we have both like structural leadership positions and committee positions, um, all involve working with other members in a professional way. Um, and we do tons of philanthropy events. Um, one of the things that I really appreciate about Theta is how we get to present our specific forms of service. Um, so I volunteer at the Maw, mm-hmm. um, or fun. I volunteered yeah. <laughs> at the Maw, and of course, in recent history, haven't been able to. Yeah. Um, but you know, it it teaches us to con- like connect with our community, care about our community, be socially aware of what's going on, um, and gives us like the communication tools to be able to, um, you know, be in a regular like working society. Mm-hmm. That is very true. Definitely has helped me connect to the community within Santa Cruz, um, at least with like volunteering. Mm -hmm. That's really cool that you volunteered at the mall. I used to volunteer with Alex and like some of our some of our old housemates um, over at Evergreen Cemetery, which is really cute. I think I don't know. It's probably one of my favorite places in Santa Cruz. It's just like really quaint. It's on a hill. And I don't know. Everyone was really nice there. Um, so you used to be a madam president mm-hmm. or better known as the CEO of Kappa Alpha Theta. Can you tell me a little bit about your experience and what kind of goals you had in this leaders- leadership position? Yeah, so I um, was our CEO for this past year. Um, every moment was really humbling and I was incredibly grateful for the opportunity Um because obviously I love my chapter very much. (laughs) And I was really excited to be able to help in that kind of way and provide that kind of support. Um, Initially, my goal was, you know, making the best membership experience, whether that means, you know, providing um, education events or, you know, pushing for more fun activities, sisterhoods, you know, whatever, whatever it could possibly be. Um, and then supporting the officers that fulfill those tasks. Mm-hmm. Um, however, of course, as we all know, last spring, um, <laughs> a thingy happened, a yeah. little, a little pandemic. Um, <laughs> so then my goal shifted from, okay, best possible membership experience to how do we make sure our chapter survives? Um, and it was a very big task for me, for the rest of our cabinet, and then for our entire chapter. Um, and I'm really grateful that people entrusted me with that. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very overwhelming. It was a lot of groundwork um, to figure out, okay, how do we 
do meetings on Zoom? How do we do events? How do we do recruitment? Like it was, it was a lot of questions. A lot of things were up in the air, mm-hmm. um, you know, but I'm really happy with everything that I was able to accomplish um, and the way I was able to show my love oh, for my chapter. Yes, <laughs> it was, um, it was really special and, you know, it, it felt really reassuring you know, that people could see these qualities within me um, that sometimes I really doubted within myself. So it was, it was very special. Lots of emails. I sent so many emails, Um, you know, but now my email etiquette is just absolutely fantastic. (laughs) That is good. I'm glad you got the experience, I guess, uh, Mm -hmm. building up your kind of professional development skills very much um but also like props to you I know that is no (laughs) easy task especially I mean just being CEO in general but then transitioning to I don't know just like being president or like being CEO during a pandemic when you had no warning like at least Mm -hmm. like the new CEO obviously like there are still challenges in the world but at least she knows that everything's online and she kind of has you as a mentor to look to. Yeah. I'm definitely still supporting our new president. I'm yes. very, uh, very there whenever she needs me, but yeah, yeah, I mean, nobody was really, nobody anticipated this. So it was definitely touch and go there for a moment, but we all made it, we all pulled together yeah. and it was, it was honestly very, very moving to see the chapter continue to try even with so many people going through their own things um you know the effort of uh, our members of our officers to really make sure we made it (laughs) i know totally um so theta is pretty new it's only about is it five years old now um going on its fifth year five yeah. yeah I, so I was wondering, as a relatively new organization, how are members working together to hold it to both their own standards and the standards of other UCSC students? Um, so one of the great ways that we uphold standards is since nationally, we are now 151 years old. Um, we have tons of structural support. Um, so when our chapter was established, even though it was new, we had tons of um, outlines and backgrounds and things that we could work off of, um, in terms of at UCSC specifically, we do work very closely with SOAR, um, shout out to our SOAR advisor, Kat. Um, (laughs) we work very closely with them to uphold like the UCSC standards. Um, you know, and we do explain to our members that you are both held to university standards and theta standards. Um, and I think those things really together kind of encompass just the kind of people that, hold on, this, this is going to be a moment we're going to have to cut. I'm just like thinking about it. Okay. Um, Okay. Um, all right. So going, um, by using, both our national standards and the university standards, I think it really encompasses everything that we were, we are hoping to find within our members, you know, it's just good, good, honest people, (laughs) Um, you know, but we do make sure that people are very understanding of, okay, here's like the campus expectation, you know, 
being a good person, yeah. you know, being understanding of other people. Yeah. Um, and then of course, like here's your theta expectation um, and making sure that you remember um, you are both representing yourself and also theta, which I think helps a lot of people kind of not, not reel it in, <laughs> but remember yeah. like, okay, you know, like now is the time to act appropriately. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of like, I guess holding yourself accountable and holding yourself to high standards, like as a theta, I know there's a little motto, um, that theta uses, uh, yes. You're always wearing your letters. Yes. And another, another one I was thinking of too. <laughs> So Theta has a special saying that is pretty encouraging to students. Would you like to tell me what that saying is? Yes. Um, scholarship is our highest aim. Ooh. So um, I actually used to be our scholarship director. So that was my big catchphrase for a whole year. I was very excited about it. And it's incredibly true. Um, a lot of our members are very academically driven Um, It's one of the things that we look for in members and, you know, what makes a theta. Um, I know that for me, school is very much my entire life. (laughs) So it was something that I have continued to connect with throughout theta is, you know, that people care about my academic success. Um, And it's celebrated within the chapter. It's celebrated member to member. Um, and that kind of environment has been really helpful for me and really encouraging for me, um, especially because I love sharing the wonderful like course experiences that I've had. So when other people are like, oh, hey, like I'm looking for a class for spring, like what's a good option? I'm just like, have you heard about Muppet Magic? I'd love to tell you about it. <laughs> yeah. So um, small plug for Theater 80L, love, <laughs> love Muppet Magic. But, you know, it's like I love getting to share that kind of experience um, and help my sisters out for when they do uh, take lit classes. We have tons of STEM majors. So, yes. um, yay, women in STEM. Yeah. But, you know, when they do venture out into some humanities, I like being able to be there and support them. Be like, hey, welcome to my welcome to my side of the pond. Yes, I love that. <laughs> Um, so I was wondering, um, what part of being in a sorority empowers you? I know you touched on this a little bit earlier, mm-hmm. but just to revisit. Yeah, um, for me, definitely the leadership opportunities were really empowering for me because um, I never had that kind of opportunity when I was in high school. Um, I just like, you know, I wasn't on any like teams or groups. I did band, but I wasn't a leader in band. I was just yeah. experiencer yes. <laughs> right just a player just hanging out um but yeah I think that's been really empowering for me because it shows me you know these are things that I'm completely capable of doing and capable of learning um and you know people trust me to do that and they're encouraging me of doing that yes. um the continued support has also been really empowering you know if you share something with a sister and you're like, Oh, you know, like, yeah, I just, I make bags or I make earrings or, you know, I wrote this poem or whatever. Um, normally within five or 10 minutes that you'll hear like, Oh my gosh, so proud of you. And yay. Like, Oh, I'd love to read it. I'd love to see it. Oh, can I buy some? Like it's, it's really, really encouraging. And I think that's something that continues, you know, me putting so much of myself into the organization as, um, members that continue to show their love and support. Um, 
That sounds very empowering. Um, I love the idea of support. And I know I used to be so intimidated of like groups of girls because mm-hmm. I was like, ah, like scarred by middle school. Oh. I'm like, aren't we all? Oh, yeah. I think, I think we all are. Eighth graders. Yes. Eighth graders, seventh graders. They're all evil. Um, <laughs> but you're mentioning just this sense of support and I think that's a very very empowering concept and I was wondering how else does Theta empower other women and students? Um, You know really encouraging uh, like I said before like the academic side of support Um, you know we do have a lot of members that are in the STEM field um, and it can be really intimidating for women in STEM especially women of color in STEM Um, you know and so being in an environment like Theta where you get to meet, oh, you know, you're another female identifying STEM major. We're both women of color. Like it's incredibly wonderful for people to be able to see not only people that are like them, but also like, oh, hey, like she's just like me, you know, but she's also a leadership in this, like she's in a leadership position in this organization. Um, And for me, that was one of the things that, was really empowering. I also know that for a lot of other members, you know, just being able to be um, in a safe group of people, um, very different from those eighth graders, yeah. <laughs> very, very different from the totally, middle school experience. Totally. It's like actually feeling welcomed and feeling at home and knowing that like you can be authentically yourself, I think is something that's really empowering and kind of pushes you to be more um, outgoing, you know, it's like, oh, you want to get to know people like, Hey, this is who I am. And we have, we have a lot of really great, um, venues for doing that. You know, it could be as simple as posting something, you know, in the group chat or, you know, saying something small at chapter, um, you know, and then all of a sudden you have like tons of new people talking to you. So it's really exciting. I love that. Um, so you were talking about just like, the diverse range of majors and how like you yourself are a literature major, but you know, girls in STEM. Um, I was wondering, are these members solely committed to Theta or do they also participate in other things? Um, no, actually, I tons of our members actually participate in a great range of organizations, both on and off campus. Um, a lot of our members have jobs, which is mm-hmm. super awesome. Um, I mean, you're here with me and we're doing this podcast. So yes. this is obviously another activity you it, have. It, it is. <laughs> I said that so awkwardly. It is. <laughs> but um, yeah, tons of members are in other organizations. Um, and that's always really fun because if they share that information with us, um, you know, again, at chapter, like in a Facebook poster, hey, everybody, like come support, you know, XYZ campus organization. I work for them or I'm a part of them. Like you, one, you learn about that member and what matters to them. And two, you get to connect with all these other people that you wouldn't have been able to meet otherwise, Um, especially in a virtual environment. It's really hard to, instead of walking by a booth and noticing something, now you have to wait for a flyer or a digital thing to come mm. out or be sent to you. So totally. having those connections has really helped, I think, keep the chapter involved in on-campus experiences. Thank you. Um, so speaking of connections, um, does Theta have connections to other orgs, like more so as a whole or 
is it like by itself a completely independent thing um so i guess a better way to say this does theta interact with other orgs we do um we interact most with the other penalenic orgs which are uh, kappa kappa gamma and gamma phi beta um penalenic is just an umbrella term that we use for 26 27 <laughs> sororities mm. um so we're connected in that way we've been doing um education events and talent hall events um with all of our members which has been really great we normally participate in greek week um which is an event for all greek orgs to compete and do activities together um of course we know <laughs> the circumstances yeah. that we're in, um, you know, but for that, we make teams. Um, we pair up with um, frats or other organizations. Um, I personally uh, am connected to Theta Pi Sigma, which is our all gender LGBTQ um, Greek org on campus. My very best friend is in it. Oh, so, um you know, we also have members that like have those kind of personal connections to other orgs um, and bring that to us. That's wonderful. Mm -hmm. um, and my last question is, how does Theta interact with SOAR? We interact, we interact with SOAR in a multitude of ways. Obviously, now it's through a lot of emails. Um, but we have to go through, hold on. I don't want to say it that way. I oh, don't yes, want to say no. it. That, I don't want to sound mean. No, okay. Sorry. sorry. No, can you, okay. can you ask it again? Yes. <laughs> so my last question for you is, <laughs> sorry, I don't know why I said like that. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry. I get such a lisp too when I know I'm being recorded. So my last question for you. Okay, sorry. Let me say that one more time. My voice gets so high sometimes. Mm. Oh, I'm like looking at it like it's on the on the screen, but yeah. I, no, it's not. I'm like, what? <laughs> okay, so my last question for you is: How does Theta interact with Soar? Um, so we work with Soar for any and all events that we have. Um, our leadership. Um, specifically our executive officers go through a registration process with SOAR. Um, they become signers, which is a very special little thing that you do in order to be able to create events for your organization. Um, we get tons of support in terms of um, this past year, um, SOAR started doing president meetings. Um, so presidents from uh, different Greek orgs would be able to come together and kind of just touch base of okay, well, what's working for your org? What's working for mine? Where are we lost? Where do we need help? What kinds of um, direction do we need? Um, and SOAR took a lot of that feedback in and you know made a lot of really great modifications in order to be able to make Greek life functional yeah. <laughs> in a virtual <laughs> way. Um, because a lot of the interactions that we used to do with SOAR were incredibly in-person, um, you know, Lots of paperwork, of course, mm -hmm. um, but, you know, sitting down and having those meetings with our advisors going over, okay, what is the plan for our chapter? Mm -hmm. Where are we going for recruitment? What is, um, you know, what's our membership statuses looking like? And um, they actually have a lot of really great opportunities for um, leadership education. Um, and like I, since I was the president this past year, I got to go on to uh, like a winter retreat I got to meet up with other leaders and other organizations. And, you know, we talked about, okay, well, what are we going through? And they gave us some really great, um, like just building blocks of things. 
Um, so we get tons of support from them. They keep us grounded and focused and, okay, here's the expectations and standards for the university in order to make sure all of our events and our members are safe and taken care of. Um, and then they also just kind of, they're such a great place <laughs> to, to help when you're like really going through it. Yeah. Um, you know, Theta is very lucky that we have, you know, our national advisors mm-hmm. um, and like our national expectations. But I know plenty of other orgs where, you know, their alpha chapter is located here. They're a mm-hmm. local chapter. So they don't have a lot of those extra resources. So SOAR really becomes that place for them. That's nice. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you so much for of joining course. me and for telling me all this valuable information. <laughs> I I didn't know actually like the level of involvement that SOAR and Theta kind of had with one another. So I'm really glad you clarified that. Um, but thank you so much for your time. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. Thank you for listening to another Slugcast episode. If you're interested in learning more about Someca and other organizations, please visit someca.ucsc.edu. If you would like to learn more about SOAR organizations and get involved, please email soar at ucsc.edu. Bye!